0: today is the first ever national day against gun violence in canada a made-up date the trudeau government invented to raise awareness and conduct quote a national conversation about gun crime
1: a windsor police officer is fighting back after being found guilty of discreditable conduct for supporting the Freedom Convoy.
0: Mississauga Mayor and potential Ontario Liberal Party leadership candidate Bonnie Crombie is being criticized for wanting to change the lyrics of O Canada. Hello Canada, it is Friday, June 2nd and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Andrew Lawton. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We have got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Violent crime continues to afflict cities across Canada, despite the Trudeau government's attempts to crack down on legally owned firearms. But no need to fret, it is the first ever National Day Against Gun Violence. Yes, yesterday the Trudeau government proclaimed the first Friday of June would henceforth be known as the National Day Against Gun Violence, a day to raise awareness and conduct a national conversation about gun crime. Unsurprisingly, the government has been criticized by those in the firearm zoning community who see a disconnect between the Liberal government's actions and actual gun crime. Canadian Coalition for Firearm Rights spokesperson Tracy Wilson slammed the government's approach uh, she said, quote, Canada is experiencing a 32% increase in violent crime, a 92% increase in gang homicide. Our revolving door legal systems fits violent repeat offenders back onto the street thanks to liberal policies and drugs flow like water. This is a perfect example of being the worst, most ineffective, damaging, worthless government in the history of this country. Obviously, Tracy Wilson not holding back there. But let me ask you, Lindsay, I know you're from BC. Surrey has had a a wave of gun crime as well. Toronto, uh, cities across Canada have had this. I don't think proclaiming a day does anything about it.
1: Well, and I was reading that actually the number of shootings in Toronto is at a five-year low right now. So um, compared to last year, there's been a 33% drop. Um, 2020 had the most shootings um, in, the last, in the recent years. So um, at this point, I mean, I'd be more scared of the random stabbings that are happening but I don't know if we're going to have random stabbing day.
0: Yeah, that could be the the next step. I wouldn't put it past them. But you are right about this. And I, I think that whenever we look at the numbers on this, when we listen to law enforcement, they tell us the problems that are leading to gun crime are not stemming from legal firearms. And most of the government's efforts seem to be focused on legal firearms.
1: Right. And, you know, I did learn from my son's uh, children's magazine that the first Friday in June, is actually National Donut Day. So there's a bit of a conflict here.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, that's the problem with these days. I think you probably uh, run out of them. So I'm on Team Donut Day instead of uh, Gun Violence Day.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, all the way to the We Just Hit a Million Orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. A Windsor police officer who was found guilty of discreditable conduct for donating $50 to the Freedom Convoy is appealing the Windsor Police Service Discipline Hearing decision and the subsequent penalty with the Ontario Civilian Police Commission. Constable Michael Jason Briscoe, a 15-year veteran of the Windsor Police Service, made the donation on February 8, 2022, through an online crowdfunding site. He said he believed the convoy, which protested against COVID-19 restrictions in Ottawa, was a peaceful expression of freedom. However, his donation was discovered after the website GiveSendGo was hacked, and the list of donors was obtained by the Ontario Provincial Police, who identified active police officers who supported the convoy. Briscoe was charged with one count of discreditable conduct under the Police Services Act and convicted on March 24, 2023. He received a penalty of 80 hours forfeiture on May 18th, meaning he would have to work on his days off without pay. The Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms announced on Thursday that it is appealing the decision. Andrew, do citizens not have a right to donate to causes they believe in?
0: They certainly should. I I mean, I would see this as no different than had he donated $50 to a particular political party, which I I would find rather reprehensible to have resulted in the sanction like this. So the fact of the matter is, I don't think a police officer who donated $50 to BLM would get this treatment.
1: Right. I mean, what they're saying this is discreditable, Uh, It, you know, ruins their reputation ruins his reputation to be donated to the freedom convoy but the freedom convoy was peaceful i mean you wrote a whole book about it
0: (laughs) yeah it certainly was and you know what i think this is shameful i hope he succeeds in his appeal i know there are other cases like this as well in ontario where you know a former staffer in the ford government lost her job over this so absolutely crazy An Indigenous policy expert is accusing Mississauga mayor and potential Ontario Liberal Party leadership candidate Bonnie Crombie of jumping onto, quote, social media trends, unquote, after Crombie proposed a motion to change the lyrics of Canada's national anthem. Crombie's motion to City Council proposes to change the lyrics from our home and native land to our home on native land. If passed, it would result in Mississauga sending a letter to the federal government requesting the lyrical change. According to the motion, the new wording represents a truth which is critical to the understanding of present-day Canada, and such a change is consistent with the federal government's commitment to reconciliation. When asked about Crombie's Effort to change the national anthem, McDonald Laurier Institute Indigenous Policy Analyst and Outreach Coordinator Melissa Mbarkey told True North, The latter may bring you some popularity, but does nothing to improve the lives of Indigenous people. A Twitter poll, not scientific, conducted by CTV also saw 87.9% of respondents say they disagreed with the change here. Uh, this sort of stuff really seems to come from a singer deciding to change the lyrics on the fly at a sporting event a couple of months ago. The fact that we have politicians jumping on this, I I shouldn't be surprised by, but it's still disappointing.
1: Right. I mean, it's been kind of a leftist slogan for a few years. I remember seeing on, um, like, Tumblr blogs when I was a teenager, I would, like, our home on native land would be graffitied somewhere. So the slogan has been around um, before Julie Black, that singer, changed the anthem. Um, But this is in the same vein as, you know, the activist class saying that people who aren't indigenous need to refer to themselves as uninvited guests or settlers on indigenous land. I mean, this is creeping its way into land acknowledgments that people make when they declare that they are on the unceded territory of the, you know, so-and-so nation. They also say, I am an uninvited guest. So now we're saying we're on native land. Um, as as if to indicate that anyone who is not Indigenous does not belong here. And there's a real conflict at a time when Canada is inviting in unprecedented amounts of immigrants, and it, it claims to welcome them. We also have this uh, simultaneous idea that This is native land.
0: Yeah, you're right about that profound double standard there, Lindsay, because one of the things that I find so bizarre about this is that the commitments don't often extend beyond words. If you genuinely believed you were inhabiting someone else's territory, you'd behave differently than just making comments about it or putting a word in a song about it.
1: Right. And I mean, at least from the the Twitter poll that was conducted by CTV, like you said, it's non-scientific, but... At least it seems very unpopular to change the National Anthem's lyrics. Um, but it just shows that f- people, when they want to look like they're getting stuff done in Canada and, like, they're they're fighting for real causes, they always choose these petty little things that don't make a difference. Um, but that's how they like to appear. Like, they're really fighting for, for a real cause. When, like Melissa Mubarkey told told us at True North... This does nothing to improve anyone's lives.
0: That's it for today. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.